Welcome to Osteopathy Unplugged. I'm Steve Paulus Dio. And I'm Bonnie Gintis Dio. We're American osteopathic physicians, and we're a married couple devoted to the practice and the study of osteopathic medicine. We developed Osteopathy Unplugged out of our passion for osteopathy and the recognition that our profession needs a more intimate conversation about who we are and what we do. Join us as we sit in conversation, talking about the inner and outer workings of osteopathy. Welcome to Episode 15, To Find Health, A Deeper Dive, Part 2. We are continuing our discussion of what is health, and we again ask the question, why is the study and understanding of health such an important osteopathic concept? We are using your questions as a structure for our To Find Health Deeper Dive series in order to help everyone better understand and appreciate this vital osteopathic concept. In this deeper dive, we will take 19 thematically linked questions and reveal many other facets of how to use and access health in your patients. When A.T. Still said, and I quote, the object of the doctor should be to find health, anyone can find disease, end quote, he created a distinctive approach that separated osteopathy from all other healthcare professions. This philosophic distinction is, in our opinion, what defines a DO. We make health our reference point rather than exclusively staring at disease. We have created a three-part deeper dive series that uses a question and answer format to further interpret the osteopathic experience of health. In these three deeper dives, episodes 14, 15, and 16, we will speak openly and answer many of your questions derived from episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10. Our listeners, friends, and colleagues have submitted over 60 incredibly interesting questions. We address the tough questions. We will talk about the ambiguous and sometimes paradoxical characteristics of this topic. We will examine in greater detail the many facets of the exquisite osteopathic gem of exploring health. We don't have all the answers, and we love the inquiry process of discovery when we endeavor to answer the difficult questions that many try to avoid. Bonnie and I have a personal and professional and philosophic motto. The worst questions are the ones not asked. Mm -hmm. You, our listeners, have asked great questions. The study of what is health and the related analysis of the process to find health is worthy of a lifetime of pursuit. This is the work of our hands. Is this the work of your hands? All right, Bonnie, why don't you start with the first question? All right. Question number one. Some say that to find health as an osteopath is our obligation, duty, or is a requirement. Do you agree with this assertion? Okay, I'd like to start by defining some of the rigid words used in this question and then open the conversation up to more creative possibilities. Mm -hmm. Please do. Obligation is defined as an act or course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound. Duty is defined as a moral or legal obligation and is a task or action that someone is required to perform. Requirement is defined as a thing that is compulsory and is a necessary condition. Remember, Andrew Taylor still never used any of these words. Right. If in the past we have said or implied that to find health is an obligation, duty, or requirement defined by negative judgment, then we need to stand corrected and want to make a clarification. 
I want to be clear that to find health or to not find health must never be considered a moral or legal obligation. We are not required to find health. It is not compulsory. Let's clean up any messy distortions. To be in a state of inquiry, it's necessary to avoid negative judgments, but it's acceptable to be discerning. Because the osteopathic profession has become more and more linear and oriented to only that which is objective or apparently objective, Bonnie and I sometimes will emphasize a core osteopathic principle by using hyperbole. So many core osteopathic concepts are being swept under the rug or ignored or demeaned. We are trying to maintain philosophic equilibrium, and we believe that clinically using the osteopathic concept of to find health will make you a better clinician. It will make your evidence-based approaches work even better. Okay, Steve, on to the next question. Okay, question two. I've heard it said that to find health is the job of the osteopath. Can you comment on the word job and discuss this? So this question is a variation on the first question. And we understand what some people are trying to say with this description, but remember, still never use the word job. It's not what we do, but it's the way we approach what we do. So I would never use the word job. It's a matter of being as opposed to doing. It's not the job that we do, it's how we do it. Finding health is not a job. To me, it's a worldview. Using health as a reference point changes every aspect, not just of your practice, but I believe of your life. It creates a lens of perception that allows you to perceive a much wider set of possibilities. I'd like to formally define the word job. Job is usually defined as a task or component of work, especially one that is paid. Yes, we get paid to be osteopaths, but job used in this context is more akin to using the word obligation, duty, or requirement. We've already talked about those words in the last question. People are not widgets. The body is not a factory staffed by mechanics or engineers that do repairs to inanimate objects. Working with a living human being is complex and nuanced. To find health is an imperative, meaning that it is of foundational importance, but it's so much more than just a job. We find health as osteopaths because it's the right action and it's clinically significant. All right, next question. All right, question number three. You state that to find health is an imperative. What do you mean by that? So I think I'd like to begin answering this question. And as a basis for answering this question, our listeners might want to refer back to episode seven, the very first episode on health, to give you our broader philosophic foundation. But we will answer this right here now in a short form. We did call finding health an imperative, but by that we mean that it's important, even urgent and necessary, and we urge people to heed the call to find health. Steve and I think it's so important that we seriously urge people to consider Still's advice. Still said, should be. I think he meant that in the best case scenario, this is the most helpful orientation of an osteopath. I don't interpret his words as a command or a demand, but as a seriously strong suggestion. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to say next is I think people have realized by this point that I like dictionaries. And I love etymology. And for those who 
may not remember what etymology is. It's the study of word origins. So I, I really appreciate when you do this. When I first met you, and you were always quoting me dictionary definitions, I have to say I was a little annoyed with your attachment to the way the dictionary defines something. But it's the etymology, the way that you look at etymologies and find deeper meanings that are, um, it's like the way a word carries its own ancestry that brings us to a deeper philosophic understanding of something. Well, it so, contains the, you know, it can, etymology really shows the words, not just its origins, but its symbolic meanings that go back right. centuries. And for me, it's a little bit like the embryology of a word. Well said. So tell us, Steve. Okay, let's dive deeper into the word imperative and explore its connected meanings. Imperative means to do something and to take notice. In etymology, imperative is based upon the root in, meaning toward, and the suffix parare, meaning to make ready. It means to move toward and be ready. In summary, imperative means to be ready and to take notice. This is exactly what an osteopath does. We are experts in paying attention and noticing the necessity of our patients. All right, let's move on to the next question. Okay, question number four. Our next subscriber asked this great question. I love the idea of self-fulfilling prophecies in general, so I loved how in episode seven, with the story of the farmer, his relationship with the neighbor's son shifted once he found his shovel and no longer blamed and mistrusted the teenager. If our philosophy is only in the negative, finding disease, then we only find disease. If our philosophy is to find health, then we can find health. Is seeing the body through the perspective of health leading to this as a self-fulfilling prophecy that gravitates towards better outcome? The episode you've been listening to just faded out because you are not yet a subscriber to Osteopathy Unplugged. Please visit patreon.com slash osteopathyunplugged and become a subscriber in order to have full access to the rest of this episode as well as the complete collection. We have created a set of foundational episodes that will be available for free for everyone. These teachings provide an introduction to osteopathic clinical philosophy. However, the full versions of all episodes are only available through Patreon. Access Patreon through their app or through a browser page. Thank you for listening to Osteopathy Unplugged. And thank you for your interest in the osteopathic experience. Until next time, be well, listen deeply, and stay curious.